0: Welcome back to the Stayin' Only Podcast, episode 89. Got a fun week ahead of us as football returns. The day you're going to be listening to this is the first day of the NFL season. We're going to be starting off with Buccaneers versus the Cowboys. This episode is going to be all about football. Not really a lot to talk about in the basketball and baseball world. So um, I hope you guys are ready for this one. As always, follow us on social media at SROnlyPod. Follow our personal pages. Mine is at the Healy 6 on Twitter and Instagram.
1: And I am iGoose with four O's. As always, do not ask why. Just go ahead and hit that follow button. Healy, you said it. The NFL season's here. I'm excited. I know you're excited. We got a lot to talk about NFL-wise. Yeah, week one action, there is a lot of
0: good matchups, I'd say. like Many. We are ready yeah. for a full seven hours of football, as uh, Red Zone says. I-, I can't remember the guy's name, but people have been saying that all week. They're- they've been having the countdown to when he says that.
1: I am. We went through every single matchup just about. I just read through it. And I was saying how looking at the schedule, just for week one, there's maybe four teams, five teams where I'm like, okay, they probably don't stand a chance in the season. Like, I'm just like, you know what? They're bad. But the rest of the, the, the league looks good. Like, I'm talking like Arizona could be a dominant team. Well, the whole West Coast could be a dominant team in the NFC. Chicago has their matchup. You know all these teams where that are underdogs in week one. You're like, whoa, are they really underdogs here? So a few a few of the matchups. Obviously tomorrow, today, depending on when you're listening to this, uh, is Dallas against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay favored heavily, favored eight and a half point spread. Against Dallas. Dak Dak Prescott is back. Have him on one of my two fantasy leagues. I'm excited for that. They have Tampa Bay with the money line. Negative 400. Dallas Cowboys 325. Being the underdogs. Over and under 51 and a half. Which I think is. Is a very interesting over under. Considering Tampa Bay's defense is. Well we saw what they did in the Super Bowl. Against Pat Mahomes. Mm -hmm. This game won is one of the better first-game matchups we get on a Thursday. Thursday's generally week one through like two, three. We can get some good games here and there. Week one's normally a good
0: one. I think last year we had the
1: Chiefs 49ers. I think we had a Super Bowl. Super Bowl rematch, yeah. I, I thought notoriously that's what it was. Maybe not. But I like this matchup. I like the fact that it's Dallas who... If they don't make a push for the playoffs this year, I don't think they ever are. I mean, you could be valued at the highest uh, billion dollar, whatever it is. And if you don't make it to the playoffs and Dak Prescott ends up staying healthy, I'll be shocked. I'm curious to see what Tom Brady does another year older. Seems like he doesn't age. He said he feels like he's 24 again, which is (laughs) unheard of. And I believe him. So game one, right off the bat, I'm excited. This is going to be a very interesting game.
0: Yeah, we don't know exactly what Cowboys team are we going to see. Are we going to see that team of last year where Dak Prescott throws for 500 yards a game? but And the scores are like 40 to 40. But the, the Cowboys defense was so trash that they were just down. And that's the reason why Dak threw for so much. Because people were like Dak led the league for like five weeks and he only played three of them. That's because the, the Cowboys went down like 40 to nothing and Dak Prescott, they weren't going to run the ball. You don't run the ball down a lot, so he just
1: chucked the ball up a lot and they were able to move. Yeah, when you're playing from behind, you're going to have those stats. Um, It's funny. I was looking at stats from two years ago and Jameis Winston, we were like, at first shocked because Jameis Winston was like up there, like league leading for yardage and, mm-hmm. and like 30, 33 touchdowns, you know, but he also had 33 interceptions and the defense wasn't as good as they were. Obviously, the following year, um, I like I like I hate Dallas naturally because I just there's something about Dallas that as I don't know if it's a Packers fan and Dallas just cries a lot or what it is, but I like their team. I actually really like their team. I think that they are star-studded. They have the weapons needed to make Dak Prescott shine. And I think their X-Factor is going to be Ezekiel Elliott or Tony Pollard. He stepped in quite a few times last year. So, obviously, my expectation is the defense can only get better because last year was, like you said, horrible, horrible. But... Dallas over the last couple of years, you never know what you're gonna get. They've had years mm-hmm. where their defense was actually really good.
0: Yeah, we saw like you mentioned Jameis Winston with uh how many yards he threw. That's why people knew Tom Brady getting entered into that system was gonna make the Buccaneers like a contender. Oh, Jameis yeah. almost carried carried that team to the playoffs. It's just he threw a bunch of picks and their defense was just okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I think the Bucs are gonna run the table here in week one. I don't I don't know if I feel as strong as you do with the Cowboys. They're they're gonna probably be the team if they are really good to convince me and it'll take about to the playoffs for me to finally be like, Yeah, I can see why they're they're good. Right now, I think they're still just
1: okay. I agree. The NFC East, we cannot count. It it it's too early always, even if it's like week eight or nine. Washington obviously was pretty damn good defensively. I think the Cowboys would have taken the division last year if Prescott was healthy. My biggest thing I'm sold on is as a fantasy football player, I'm sold on the statistics. Because if again, if the defense is still bad, which I don't really know how they who they got to make the defense much better, um I think we can count on Dak Prescott at the very least at the quarterback position to put up the numbers along with the receivers Again, Zeke. He puts up numbers and he doesn't. He has some really bad games over the last couple of years. So we'll see. That's game one. Yeah. There's so many other games. A
0: competitive game, but a game I'm not excited for. Jaguars, Texans. We get to see Trevor Lawrence come out. Tyrod Taylor's the starter for the Texans. Oh, yeah. So Deshaun not starting this year, like, at least to start the year. Yep. Should be it, interesting. It's going to be an interesting game. Trevor Lawrence, at least he gets to start against a team that's not that great. Like, his first NFL, like, regular season action, it's not like the the Bears going up against the Rams, which we'll
1: talk about later. Exactly. Yeah. No. I like. I like the matchup for Trevor Lawrence. It's a break me in type of game. He's not going to have J.J. Watt chasing him down. Um, Houston. I I don't expect much from Houston at all. I mean, I don't even know what I expect from Jacksonville and and Trevor Lawrence. But all eyes are on Trevor Lawrence, probably more so than they were on Joe Burrow going into last season. Oh, no doubt. Just just because Trevor Lawrence. Doesn't lose, and he's just a stud. And I mean, Joe Burrow is too. And actually, now that you mentioned another entertaining game that could be is the Minnesota versus Cincinnati. I always keep my eyes on NFC North games as a Packers fan in general. And Minnesota is always one of those weird teams where they they like quietly are really good, like offensively. And that's like saying a lot because Kirk Cousins has makes a lot of mistakes. But with Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen to throw to Dalvin Cook, who has been taken like number two in all fantasy drafts, Kirk Cousins, he's good sometimes. And then the defense has its moments. But now you're going up against Cincinnati, who is star studded receivers. Um, You know, they have Joe Burrows back. They have Mixon, who eventually is going to have a breakout year. I mean, he's bound to have a breakout year. And the defense has been pretty solid too for them. I, I think they definitely have room for improvement, um, but I think that's going to be an interesting game that not a lot of people are going to be looking to watch. But I'm definitely going to tune in a little bit there. Um, but I think my favorite game, and and it's 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 a toss up, um, and it's not Green Bay because I feel like Green Bay should have that one in the bag. It's Jameis Winston starting. You know, Michael Thomas is starting the season on the on the pup list. He's not going to be able to return till week eight or nine. So I think Green Bay should have it in the bag. It Seems like Rodgers is redeveloping his relationship uh, with the head coach, and and you know Randall Cobb is there. I just feel like it's just going to be a fun season for Green Bay. I feel like if it truly mm-hmm. is Rodgers' last season, it's he's going to have fun. Um, but my my game of the week should be KC. Up against Cleveland. And I don't think I'm going to miss a single minute of that game. You're going to have Pat Mahomes battle it out with easily a team that's a part of the toughest division in all of the NFL probably. You know, in the AFC North, Cleveland has had, you know, they got Baltimore, they got um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Um, you know, and and those two teams alone were pretty much all playoff teams, and then Cincinnati obviously is. Eh, we'll see about that, and then the Chiefs are coming off a. I wouldn't. I would say a borderline embarrassing loss in the Super Bowl. They couldn't move the ball. They couldn't block for Pat Mahomes. They got exposed. Odell's back for Cleveland. You have the two headed running back horse of Nick Chubb and um kareem hunt you know who obviously i know he did some bad things but he ended up being a steal for the franchise they ended up stealing him away from kc and he's been doing pretty damn good i'm 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 curious i i'm definitely tuning into this game Mm -hmm. not just because of the names but both teams have and shown massive massive explosiveness as of last season so
0: it was a close game last year too i Pretty sure Cleveland had a drive to win the game last year, and they lost
1: 22-17. Which, that's going to come down to Baker Mayfield. That's that's, that's the difference between your Rodgers and your Mahomes and your Bradys versus the rest of the league. Baker Mayfield falls into the rest of the league, but, I mean, that could change. He's only been in the league a few years now. He's got some years under his belt got the talent Jarvis Landry's healthy I'm definitely excited so for that game they do have the Chiefs with a six point spread 54 and a half over under I don't know I I feel like it you have to take the over on that Kansas City's defense does give up the big plays Cleveland defense actually is not bad but Who truly is going to stop Pat Mahomes? I know we said that in the Super Bowl, but Tampa Bay is just locked and loaded for that one. I would definitely take the over on that. Um, Bears, Bears Bears-Rams, another game. I think that's another game I'm... I'm...
0: I hate it. Every time the Rams have played the Bears in recent years, because they've both been pretty decent, it's always been under the lights. And they've been kind of terrible games just because of they're both defensive team you've had jared Mm -hmm. goff who's been terrible for the rams mitch trubisky who's been terrible and also nick Foles last year terrible for the bears and it's been like 13 to like six games and it's been very bad to watch week one knowing andy dalton starting the rams having matthew stafford Bears fans, be ready, especially <laughs> – I am not ready for Twitter and whatnot this weekend, especially if they get stomped.
1: I don't know if it's – I don't – I can't picture them getting stomped. I think that the Bears have potential. The Bears were a playoff team last year. Now, they weren't – I wouldn't say they were the most prepped for the playoffs. I don't know if, you know, it, they really even stood a chance. Nonetheless, they were a playoff team. They, they brought in a new Calvary unit. They brought in Andy Dalton to come and manage the game. Keep the defense off the field. I think if they can keep the defense off the field, that's going to help the defense start putting pressure on these quarterbacks. You're going to see Khalil Mack do Khalil Mack things. Roquan Smith is going to be Roquan Smith things. The rest of the defense, Eddie Jackson, who knows? Two years ago was possibly the best safety in the game. Last year, had some good moments, had a lot of bad moments, where Mm. he just was nowhere to be found on the field a couple of times. They're giving the Rams 7.5 point spread. Over-unders 46.5. I think it's worth taking the under on that one. Oh, no doubt. Even if it's 21-24, you still win that spread. It's just a matter of time. I'm curious to know. And I know we still have time to talk about it. And I know you, you're, you're sold on week three, maybe week four. I think if the Bears play a good game and they get edged out and, and it's all because their offense couldn't produce, I think Josh or Justin Fields ends up starting next week. Mm. I, I feel like if, I, if I'm so, I feel like the coaching staff and the GM, you have who is it, Pace? Yep. And you have Matt Nagy. Yep. I feel like they're on the hot seat as it is. I feel like they were given this third chance, if you will. And they brought in a couple of quarterbacks. And immediately, if I'm Andy Dalton, I feel like I'm on the hot seat. You, you trade up and you draft this quarterback who clearly, clearly has talent. And they're playing for the playoffs. There's no reason this team shouldn't contend for the playoffs.
0: No. Oh,
1: I it's tough
0: just because of how committed they are to Dalton and they just haven't wavered it a bit. I just week 1 making that decision right away, I don't see it. I I'd say probably give it until like 5.
1: It's an extended also, season.
0: It really it really depends on their record too cuz Let's say they do win a couple games. The leash is going to get a little bit longer, but they go one and two or like one and three to start, then you maybe say, okay, let's let's get Justin in there. Let's see what he can do. Cause Dalton's not it. We still have a pretty decent team. Maybe you could turn it around. But if not, we're going to get him the exposure. Like they have the Rams. The Bengals could be a good starting point the next week. But as I mentioned, I don't know if one week's going to make it. Decision week three is the Browns. Then you got the Lions, Raiders, Packers, Bucks. They just have a tough they have a tough schedule in general. <laughs> oh, you have man. the Packers, Bucks, 49ers, Steelers, Ravens, all in a row.
1: Oh my gosh. That's horrible. That's like especially the 49ers I know they had a bad year last year. The 49ers defense healthy is scary. Bosa's back like i don't I feel bad for Chicago, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, too, with this extended season, you can lose you can afford to lose six games and be a playoff team. hmm It's almost Definitely. like you go what eleven and six? I'd say that's playoffs.
0: Oh, no doubt, especially with the three wild card team. yep
1: don't really you don't really miss that anymore. And I I just don't think the division, the NFC North, is that strong. Besides Green Bay, again, maybe Minnesota. Maybe. But even Mm -hmm. then, if you split with Minnesota and you take two from Detroit, I mean, I don't see them beating Green Bay, but maybe they take one from Green Bay somehow.
0: Maybe their game at home. They do play, uh, play Green Bay a little early. October 17th in Chicago. Ooh. OK, that's still just thinking about it right now. That's still good temperature wise.
1: It's really good temperature. Green Bay loves the cold. Well, I'm just saying so, in general, if there's some good tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. I, 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 I've been to I've been to Soldier Field once for a game. It was my first game ever. And it was Green Bay. Had these awesome seats, sat 50 yard line, second row behind the Packers bench. They clinched the playoffs. Oh, man, the Bears fans were, they're rough. When I was in Lambeau for my last game, it was the 50th anniversary. It was the first game of the year. That was when Rodgers had the, you know, loaded up on painkillers and brought him back in the second half. The Bears fans were rough there, too. I literally sat in a section of Bears fans, and it was cool because they ended up, we all ended up, like, like not knowing each other, but we're all from the same area. Mm -hmm. So we ended up being cool, but, like, in the first half when the Bears were dominating... I had the most shit talk to me I've ever had in Lambo. And I'm in Lambo wearing <laughs> my Packers gear. It was the yeah. quietest. The whiskey was my friend at halftime. I thought it was a joke that Rodgers came back. And at some point in the middle of the fourth quarter, every Bears fan was gone. They got up, besides the guy directly behind me, they all got up and left. And Green Bay didn't even take the lead at that point, but they. Just, it's like they knew. Mm-hmm. The shit talking was about to commence. So... But I'm game. I'm game for a game in Soldier Field. I'm definitely we'll look into that.
0: Yeah, it's there isn't really a good spot to start Justin this year. If you were to like choose a stretch of like at least a couple of games, he's gonna get just thrown in and hope you live. So I I honestly don't know. If if you're listening to this podcast and want to chime in on when you think Justin Fields will start. Add us on Twitter, add us on Instagram. We'll be be, uh, down to hear what you think. But as of now, I'm going to say like four or five weeks with how committed they are to Dalton.
1: It all depends on... I mean, if if Dalton's doing horrible, but they're winning games... At the end of the day, if they're winning the games, he's managing. And that's all you need. I feel like if you can have a good game manager... That is all you need in the NFL. That's it. Trubisky doesn't manage because he throws too many damn picks. He forces. He's not accurate, as accurate as they thought he was. Mm. You get Andy Dalton, who was a Pro Bowl quarterback, who can just make the right plays when they count. You, we might not see Justin Fields till next season. Yeah, and I, I'm down for
0: that to happen. As... As exciting as it is to have finally a potential quarterback that could manage the team for years to come, I would rather stay safe and get him in at the right time and throw him in and ruin his progression. I've been saying it ever since the beginning. I don't want them to rush in there. Like last year with, with the Dallas Cowboys, he went 4-5 and five with them. Started nine games. Andy Dalton had 14 to 8 touchdown interception ratio. You'd like that to be a little bit better, but just the fact that, like, pretty much 2 to 1 is great. 2.4 interception percentage. Like,
1: I think that given his situation, his horrible defense, that's not bad. It's, it really is not bad. Dalton is not a bad quarterback. Chicago is going to hate the idea that fields may not start the first few games or almost the whole season. They're going to hate mm-hmm. it. But you have to, for one, protect your investment and your future in Justin Fields. You don't want to force him out there. And for two, if you don't have to, at least, and for two, Andy Dalton... If he can, I mean, the big, my biggest thing is if he can move the football and not make the bad passes and not force Allen Robinson to dive every other play for every ball and get Darnell Mooney in the mix and, you know, get, get uh Cole in the mix, the tight end. Mm -hmm. I think that, and it's, we don't, nobody, the thing is you don't need him to pass for 4,000 yards. You don't need him to throw for 35, 40 touchdowns. Because guess what? With a good game-managing quarterback who makes the right throws when they're there, it will open up for a man who is bound to have a breakout year, I think, in David Montgomery. And Mm -hmm. that's going to be the formula right there. Keep pounding the ball. Make the right six-yard pass. I don't give a damn if he only makes six-yard passes. Because... That's that's efficiency that keeps Khalil Mack energized, ready. It keeps Roquan Smith and and all these other guys. And I mean, obviously, they're going to be hurt, and They don't have Kyle Fuller. But let's face it, Kyle Fuller didn't really get good until a couple of years ago. So. I think they'll be fine. I think they will be fine. It's just a matter of. Are our Chicago fans going to be okay.
0: Yeah. Are they going to be fine without the game? I'm looking at the schedule last year for the Cowboys. He won three of their last four games, and they lost 19-23 to in their final game of the season. Yeah. But they put up, like, 40 points one one week, 37-30, against the Eagles' defense, 49ers' defense, the Bengals' defense. They, like, beat the 49ers 41-33. And, like, a couple of the losses, the Cowboys allowed 41 and 34 points. I don't think you see that from the Bears.
1: Like, you you rarely see that. Yeah, no, you really don't. So that's why I'm saying, like, I know it sounds bad, but Dalton is not, he's not the enemy here. Mm-hmm. And I think that he is going to go prove that, hey, I'm getting $10 million and it's not just to be a bum.
0: Yeah. With sticking to the quarterback talk, wanted to ask, how many weeks until we see a Cam Newton sighting on a team?
1: This one's tough.
0: Will he be signed this season? I, uh, with that question, I'm going to answer it for myself. I think we do. I think it's just what team you have to rely on an injury for it to happen. Mm-hmm. A team isn't going to sign him. It's got. It's going to be an injury.
1: I know he doesn't think that there's. 32 guys that are better than him in the league but you got to think about him as it him as an asset right as a quarterback Mm -hmm. his resume his age he's not too old he had 12 rushing touchdowns last year i believe 12 put up okay numbers didn't win enough games but okay numbers to where it's like okay i now, what do I value myself at? I know I'm better than all these guys, but you're not going to get me for cheap. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe somebody does, but I feel like it's got to be an injury. Who who's who's quarterback for uh, Washington right now? Is it Fitzpatrick? It's yep. Fitzpatrick, I like on paper. I'd pro- like generally speaking, I would take Cam Newton, but Fitzpatrick when he steps into these weird roles. Puts up numbers. He wins games. It's magic. It's so weird. It's magic, yeah. And I like his attitude. I like how he, you know what? New England gave me a shot. I was not fit for their offense. And actually, I think New England's going to be pretty good this year. Um, I just don't know where he's going to fit unless there's an injury. And it's like, even then, even then, I don't know if I'm going to see him sign anywhere. And you guys, you got to
0: learn the system. Football is not a sport where you can like just go there and maybe Houston. I was kind of thinking that just because of Ty. Let's say Tyrod Taylor just doesn't really perform well. They could think about it. And Deshaun's just there.
1: Uh, And even if Deshaun gets cleared. Isn't there? Weren't they shopping? Wasn't he on the trading block? Anyways, he doesn't want to play in Houston.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. Who's going to take him? Don't know.
1: Houston. I could see Houston. And like like you said, it it seemed like
0: the system could fit Newton's style too. Because Deshaun's been kind of a he passes, but he could also run. There's designed plays that he could he could scramble with and like quick plays. Tyrod Taylor kind of plays the same way. Not just saying it because they look similar,
1: but because of how
0: they actually play and their style. Yeah.
1: I mean, they both can scramble out of the pocket and throw on the run. And the offense has been trained under that because Deshaun Watson has been there for a few years now and it's they've had success. Deshaun Watson a couple years ago gave Kansas City a run for their money in the playoffs. So We'll see, we'll see. I, I don't. Again, it it all depends on who it who the team is. Are they contending? Are they not contending? I mean, I could definitely see him signing. I, I'd say I give it a 60-40 in favor of him signing somewhere. Okay.
0: And then uh, the the last signing or like a signing we'll go over. Le'Veon Bell going to the Ravens. I like you, it?
1: What do you think of that? I like it. I think it's a good move. You get a veteran running back who's been there, done that. He was a part of and didn't really have much of a role with the Chiefs last year. But Baltimore's hurt. Baltimore's hurt. They only have Gus Edwards, who I think is a starter now. J.K. Mm -hmm. Robbins is out for the year, who was supposed to have a great year towards ACL. Yep.
0: And another running back towards ACL like this week. Yeah.
1: So they have, they literally have, I think, two running backs. And Le'Veon Bell comes in. They sign him to the practice squad. I don't see why he wouldn't start suiting up for them on Sundays. I like it. I like Mm -hmm. it. He's the, the Ravens never really, they haven't had a dominant running back in a while.
0: One I can think of is like, uh, did they have Priest-Holmes for a bit? I feel like they
1: did. <laughs> I feel like they had Willie McGahee for a little yes, bit. Yes, they did. Jamal Lewis back in the Amon oh, Green Green Bay Packers. Jamal Lewis, yes. Jamal Lewis was good.
0: Yeah, Priest-Holmes was like 2,000. I was yeah. thinking of Jamal Lewis. but Yeah, Jamal Lewis like, okay. was good. My friend goes by Bangle on YouTube and Twitter and whatnot. He tweeted out when he got signed, Le'Veon Bell could still be good. 29 years old, which is old for a running back, Mm -hmm. but fresh legs for a 29-year-old with only 400 carries since 2017. Because you got to remember, he sat out like the entire year, got the bag, and barely played. Could give the Ravens an interesting look as a receiver out the backfield. It just depends how he's utilized. It's like being 29... He he still has it. He hasn't been beat up as like other running backs have the past few years, and being able to receive out the backfield
1: will give Lamar just an easy dump off, which is what he's notorious for: is catching out of the backfield. I uh, and the Ravens, you know, they with Lamar Jackson, who's gonna run twelve times a game anyways, and he'll pass for like fifteen times, twenty times in some games. They might not even need him sometimes. It it all depends on, and and again, I mean, this is going to be a running back by committee. They have been the last couple of years. They will continue to be a running back by committee. But if he can get in and get 10 touches in a game, he could still be a difference maker. Fresh legs makes a big difference.
0: Pretty sure that's all the, the impact players that wanted to talk about. A lot of good games this week. Cardinals, Titans, a good one if you want to watch at noon. Seahawks, Colts, another good one. Washington football team against the Chargers could be interesting. Steelers, Bills, great kickoff one. And then Mac Jones against Tua if you want to watch a 325 game. A lot of great matchups. We're going to be going over them next week. I'm excited to finally recap some football games and not talk about the future and see what happens. If you want to talk about a couple of fantasy players before we head out
1: and pickups that you like, let's go. So, man, man, man. I went back and forth again. This is the main slate. Generally speaking, when I do a full roster, it's main slate starts at 12. And I think that's it. It's just the day games. I've gone back and forth with quarterbacks and running backs, and I feel like the best value will help build around a a solid team. When I say best value, I'm talking about somebody you're not going to pay $8,000 for, somebody you're not going to pay $9,000 for. But James Robinson of Jacksonville is going up against Houston Texans, who are... Their defense is 32nd. They gave up the most fantasy points last year to running back. Um, their overall rank was 30th. First to the rush, they were 32nd. James Robinson had a hell of a year last year. In his first year, he had over 1,000 yards. He had some big games. He's only worth 5,900. 5.9. And I think at the end of the day, if you go with him, it's going to open up the door right away. Um, I have him matched up with Dalvin Cook, so I, I like to go value with a high player, and the reason being is you have th- uh, one, two, three wide receiver slots, including that flex, and there's some receivers out there as well. One is a must start, and he is also on the value side, is Corey Davis with the New York Jets. He should be the starting uh, wide receiver over there. Um, uh, Trying to think who is the... They're facing Carolina. Carolina's defense is actually not a bad defense, but we are going to see Zach Wilson in his first game who actually likes Corey Davis. Corey Davis was great with Tennessee last year, but... At the same time, they had A.J. Brown. They had a lot of other weapons. They ran the ball like 50,000 times a game, and he still had really, really, really big games. Um, I'm expecting Corey Davis to probably see about 12 targets in the game and catching at least 50 of them, or 50% of them, or fifty of them. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, scores a touchdown as well. I, I think Corey Davis is a great value pick at receiver. Um, stay tuned Sunday. I'll show you guys my lineup on Sunday, and then I'll show you what the score is um and then from there we'll do a weekly a little weekly segment on that gotta have the value player the guy who's gonna score potentially three to four times over what he's valued at uh and i feel like Corey davis uh james robinson and dalvin cook are those guys dalvin cook against cincinnati should should be a lock that's like my lock right there for the week so
0: Yeah, for anyone listening, I don't do the fantasy stuff a lot, so I don't have any picks. Dustin is the man to go to for that. So full slate of football happening this week. It's finally time. The best time of the year or the worst time, because if your team loses, you have to wait a full week to be happy again, potentially. But hope you're, you're as ready as we are. Make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast, download the podcast, follow us on social media at SRONlyPod, follow our personal pages. Mine is at the Healy6, Twitter,
1: and Instagram. I am iGoose with four O's. Be on the lookout. You will see some fantasy updates. I'm gonna try to stay more in tune. I did it last year. Most weeks, not all weeks, you'll see some lineups roll through, some key players to pick up be on the lookout. Make sure you guys tune in.